Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's program, we're talking about community helpers, and Tasia Murray joins us here today to find out what the program is, what they do here to serve Rutherford County and uh, much more. Tasia, good morning. Good to have you here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So um, I'm sure that you're asked when you say, hey, I'm Tasia with Community Helpers. And they say, uh, what is Community Helpers? So what tell our listening audience what it is yeah so community helpers is actually a nonprofit organization here in rutherford county we are based in murfreesboro but we service rutherford county um and at our agency we help low-income families or individuals or those that are at risk with emergency emergency assistance towards rent utilities um we also offer a medication program that can help cover up to 500 dollars per household member per month um so we just offer those immediate services to those that are in need within the community. I noticed that kind of your motto or, or whatnot is providing emergency assistance for shelter, warmth, and health to Rutherford County residents. Mm-hmm. That's uh, That covers a lot of bases, doesn't it? It does. It does. And it can. And that's kind of where doing those assessments for the needs within the community, that's where our services is kind of based from. Mm-hmm. So with that, we are like a big umbrella with the services that we offer and have uh, several different programs that we offer now with the rental assistance, with the utility assistance, medications. Um, We also now have our emergency solutions grants program, which helps families that have past due rent um, avoid evictions. So that can help them with that past due rent. We also now have the family collective program, which Community Helpers is a partnering agency for. And um, with that family collective program, we work with families that have a minor in a home Um, And we help them that are either already homeless or at risk of being homeless. And within that program, it's anywhere from 12 to almost 24 months, give or take on their stat, the family status. Um, And we work with them to give them tools so that they can be self-sufficient long term on their own. Wow. Uh, It started, you know, uh, back in the day with, you know, just kind of uh, assistance on, you know, if you had trouble paying a utility bill. And and so the, the programs have grown tremendously that are offered and i'm sure COVID had some type of effect on mm-hmm. that maybe especially with the um uh, back rent situation of course of yeah. course um even when the pandemic first hit like our office only closed for a week and during that week we took the time to re-navigate our our website so that it's more you know accessible to those that are still need were in need of you know services um and offering phone interviews um accessible email um those type of formats but we also with the pandemic occurring the emergency rental assistance program came to pass that can help those with a past due rent as well um, and we now have the capability to help those clients apply for those services we can't necessarily allocate the funds for the rent but we can help them apply and get any documentation uploaded that they may need assistance with so we have grown quite a bit just within the last two years alone with the services that we can provide families so absolutely uh tasia murray joining us with community helpers um i wanted to talk more about the the emergency assistance so when when there is a situation that pops up how does how does someone go about even beginning that process or do you do this on referral basis or how does that work yeah so with community helpers our crisis program we do have a website www.chorctn.org and our application process is actually on there our application is our documents checklist is on there and we do have an intake receptionist where those documents can be emailed to 
Our office is open Tuesday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 4, and we're closed 12 to 1 for lunch. Our phones is accessible to call in any questions or concerns. Um, but like I said, if you do have access to come to the office, we are open those three days. But any of that documentation can be emailed and uploaded. And once received, we respond and try to get you an appointment set from there. Okay. So it's it's one of those things where there doesn't have to be a, an agency referring to community helpers. Yeah. You can come right in. Yeah, you can uh, come in on your own. But we definitely accept any referrals because we do work together with uh, any other nonprofit agencies or local churches that also assist. We do to utilize the charity tracker web-based system. So even though they've been to a another agency that doesn't mean we won't assist them any mm-hmm. further now um you, you mentioned medical there what, mm-hmm. what does that include yeah so with our medication program we can help clients cover up to five hundred dollars per household member per month and with that you still have to be eligible if, as far as income wise because we are an income-based agency but if it's a medication that you're um, insurance won't cover and we have that documentation for that or if it's even above that limit low income family and you just can't afford it and we have you know proof of how much that is we could try to help cover that that back part that's not, that you cannot cover yourself um, so you would just come in apply do an application submit the documentation we need income prescriptions we do have a partnership with Beckman's pharmacy here on the square um, and that's who we do our medication pro- uh, partnership program through. Okay. So, yeah. and and I'm sure that partnership helps uh, you to get it maybe at a, a, a lower cost than what the uh, person was originally told yeah. that they could get it somewhere yeah. else. And it helps them out a whole lot because yeah. it, especially our um, elderly and disabled clients that can't afford their medications, or even if we have a family that has children in the home and they have a specific, you know, medication that they have to have. And we try to help, you know, what we can in that moment that they need that assistance um and like i said that's up to 500 dollars per month per household member now when you talk about uh, several of these programs being dependent on you know income and things of that nature Mm -hmm. do you have that information on your website too so people kind of know if they fit within that range the updated um, income sheet should be on our website they also can come by the office if it's not or call in if they don't you know want to ask that before doing the whole application process that is understandable Um, but we do look at the 200 percent federal poverty level which is pretty high compared to a lot of our other local nonprofits, and we try to stay about the same rate as everybody else Mm -hmm. so now, uh, with with all of these programs, that's um, obviously cost money. So, mm-hmm. I mean, how does uh, community helpers receive funds, uh, grants and yeah. United Way and things like that? So, United Way is actually one of the big biggest funders that we receive our one of our grants from um, we do get funding from charity circle efsp funding we do take um, donations from our local churches we do accept individual donations so as a nonprofit, funding comes at different levels mm-hmm. and I, it, i've i've heard from you know several churches who i mean this is one of the things that they get asked yeah. you know i'm having trouble paying my utility bill so can you help and um in order to uh, help as many people as possible they support community helpers and of send course. folks your way of course they do and we we hear that a lot with the churches say they help y'all and of course so any funding that we do receive we put it all together and try to allocate as much as we can and our rent rent assistance we can do up to 500 and utilities up to 300 and we do have um we are clearing houses for the local utility departments here, um, Middle Tennessee Electric, Murfreesboro Water, Consolidated Utilities, so they could also get up to 200 plus for, towards those utilities as well. 
Well, very good. Uh, we're talking about community helpers today. Tasia Murray is uh, is joining us, and we're kind of giving you an, an overview. You mentioned something called the Family Collective. Yes. So let's let's go back to that and kind of talk in depth about what the Family Collective is and what it's about. Of course. So the Family Collective actually started from United Way Greater Nashville, um, and it's recently migrated to this area about 2020. So we've only had the program about a year and a half now. Um, and we work with families that are either already homeless or at an imminent risk of being homeless. And we help provide them tools such as family coaching, financial counseling, uh, mental health services if they don't have insurance, um, employment navigation, housing if that's a goal. So we work together as a care team to provide them tools so that they're self-sufficient long-term once we're no longer you know, able to work with them so that that way they can provide their family with the need, with what they need to be self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. So. And with the, uh, the cost of housing in rutherford county i mean i i would assume that it's getting tougher and tougher on families it is and you know we work with them to get that employment and it may be sufficient to get by for the moment but having that three times the income having the means to be able to cover the rent and all the expenses you know our clients are still experiencing barriers every day with employment transportation you know mental health um a lot, you know, things that we may not deal with on a daily basis. So we try to provide them those tools so that they can can navigate the life they may have after our program. There, there are so many that uh, are, you know, one illness away from having to put that extra money toward that and not uh, into um, a rent or a home or transportation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 there's not a lot of wiggle room for a lot of folks, I guess. Yeah, and, that, and that's very true. And, you know, even working with the families, we can provide them the tools all day, every day, but it has to be up to, the, up to them to want the positive change and to utilize the tools that we can offer them to create that change for them and their family. And it's very much an individual situation. Some are paycheck to paycheck. Some are dealing with maybe some mental illness or yeah. things of that nature. And so um, do you have counselors? Do you, I mean, do people sit down and talk through, here's what's going on here to, to try to figure out the best way to help those individuals? Mm-hmm. So when we first get a client, we do have what we call family coaches, and they meet with the client and they do our assessments with them to see what the client wants to work on as far as goals, because we are client-centered, you know, client-centered approach, and we want it to be about what they want out of the program. So in following that, we have our care team that comes together, which includes the family coach, the employment navigator, the housing specialist, the financial counselor, you know, all those wraparound services to come together to figure out what's the next step after the step, but each family is is different and you know in every situation isn't going to have the same plan so in it we have to figure out what the client wants and then we work from there with the family coach as well the wraparound service providers to figure out how we need to best navigate the plan for the, cl- mm-hmm. the client are, are there other agencies involved with the family collective where you, where you pull together or is this just all done through community helpers well so community helpers is one of our partnering agencies for the family collective and we have recently had um, doors of hope and the journey home join us as well they now um, are partnering agencies for the family collective as well so uh, with with those resources that that are there i'm sure that that even helps families more yeah yeah because even those agencies themselves have their own services and programs that they offer as well so they you know can get services through the family collective but also get any services that 
those partner agencies offer themselves mm-hmm. up to. Uh, we're talking with Tasia Murray with Community Helpers today. Uh, you did mention that as part of the family collective, um, it's families that are in risk of, of homelessness but have a minor in the home. Mm-hmm. Is that an effort to ensure that our children have, um, you know, the 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 best possible outcome uh, by working through this program? Well, yeah, because we do look at, want to make sure that it, even though we're working with the parent, mm-hmm. we're looking at the family altogether. Um, and this program is just that specific because of where it started through DHS as being the main, you know, supporter of the program is coming from United Way Greater Nashville. And that's just because of the qualifications through that grant, it being that specific for families with minors in the home. But then that's where we also come into play with those different programs that offer programs for those that don't have children in the home. But this one is just that specific because of where the program comes from. Sure. Um, The the Family Collective um, is a fairly new program, but it's it's got some legs and yeah. it's really uh, going strong here in in Rutherford County. So if if someone is saying, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of in that situation, this mm-hmm. could help me, or someone that has a family member, what's the first step in in getting things going here? So our referral process was kind of on a pause for a second because we did have quite a few referrals on that list. We have kind of navigated through that list, um, and we do have a care coordinator that act that coordinates that and has access to that portal Um, and our local United Way that referral can be done through there Um, it hasn't been open to the public again just yet but be on the lookout that should be coming very soon okay and uh, I'm sure that there's some information on your website too at least how to get there Mm -hmm. so and then it is like I said on the local United Way your local uw.org slash family collective and each agency has their referral process but as of right now that's kind of where they have been going through okay well i will uh i'll be sure to put that on the podcast uh section as well as a link to your website and that is c-h-o-r-c-t-n.org that that's is it community helpers of rutherford county tn Not org. <laughs> that <org>. is okay. it <laughs> c-h-o-r-c tn.org so very good any uh final thoughts here tasia just hope that you know people take heed to the information that has been provided today the resources are available out there just reach out and go get them very good well thanks for stopping in i thank you for having me absolutely tasia murray joining us with uh, community helpers and again if you uh, need further information check their website and we'll put that on the podcast where you can also go to listen back to the program wgnsradio.com under podcast search for rutherford issues and you'll find all of our recent episodes there or wherever you listen to audio itunes spotify facebook podcast and more 